yesterday precisely on the EL6 uh, clearance level because uh, uh, right now Palantir has been awarded uh, as a has been accredited as one of uh, three only three suppliers uh, that uh, can help the Department of Defense uh, dealing with uh, data at the highest security range in the cloud space, meaning that there's only Palantir, Microsoft Azure, and AWS, Amazon. This could be a game changer for the government side, which has been called guilty of slowing down the entire business. Many people advocated for the split, but with this achievement and the recent contract train, I see the sentiment changing a little bit. So it could be interesting to know also what you think about that. Yeah, definitely, because obviously the, the high security clearance, that's a that's a big piece of news, right? Because it basically unlocks this highest ticket type of contracts uh, where, you know, the competition is very limited, right? O only three big players. And that also doesn't mean that, you know, it needs to be one of these three, right? They can also basically complement each other on, on different contracts or, or cooperate and We've already seen that Palantir is basically involved with uh, slightly with both both of the other players. Uh, so, and there is the the big nine nine billion contract right for basically the the framework for for the U.S. military, which is supposed to be unveiled if I'm not mistaken somewhere in December, right? So mm -hmm. maybe a Palantir can get a slice of the pie there because it's also. Uh, it's not like one big contract that will be awarded to, to one player, but, uh, you know, it can be certain percentage of, of this big pie, right? And then, of course, uh, given given where we at with the, with the whole, you know, situation in the Ukraine and world basically moving towards a little more deglobalization, there is going to be more and more need of that uh, top level of security. Yes, as everything with Palantir, we don't never have to make the mistake of thinking, okay, this one thing uh, will change everything. One thing uh, will change uh, many things, uh, but uh, over time. So it's not that uh, you have uh, IL, uh, IL6 uh, and then boom, immediately the company is worth two times. Uh, it's not like saying uh, now our ca capacity has uh, more than doubled. Right now, we can see that as a key that unlocks uh, many future potential contracts and uh, could generate uh, second, third effects uh, in terms of uh, recognition. For instance, uh, just by saying, uh, hey guys, we achieved a level of clearance that only two players that are BMOF, almost two trillion company, despite we are a 16 billion company, that is a signal because it tells that even with relatively smaller resources, this company has been able to get there. From there, getting uh, like 9 billion contracts is already another, <laughs> another topic. But still, uh, you get, it's like uh, having unlocked the level. Once you unlock the level, you can force now higher, bigger contracts. And uh, that could have also intangible but real effects 
when it comes to pitching your solutions uh, to uh, European countries or uh, like uh, Asian countries uh, like uh, Japan, South Korea, where you just mm -hmm. say, look, we don't only show you a solution that works, is working now in Ukraine. That's actually very good marketing, unfortunately, but for Palantir's business, that's not really unfortunately. And uh, meanwhile, we can show you that if we achieve the, the uh, highest level possible of clearance for the US uh, information, we will treat uh, as well your data, your data. So is one tool, one information that doesn't automatically make uh, Palantir worth more because it would get uh, many more contracts, but for sure it unlocks uh, many things in the future. So my, I'm starting to develop uh, my own uh, rule with Palantir. With uh, Tesla, you can talk about the mask discount. Uh, everything Musk said, you have to discount it by at least 30% and you get the reality. With Palantir, you have uh, the Palantir rule. Everything we see now starts generating effects uh, in six months. Hmm. Yeah, definitely. And I think it's a good point that, that the IL6 is basically like kind of a batch of honor that can also make it easier to get the contracts from, in a sense, the lower tiers, right? Or from different maybe branches of, of the government. It's like uh, getting a degree. I mean, uh, you yeah. know that you can make the job, uh, but uh, having a degree really facil facilitates you the, the getting hmm. that job uh, because you just uh, signal, hey, I have a piece of paper showing that I have these skills. Maybe you start the university already better than uh, most of the people that are already have a piece of paper. Having it uh, how gives the signal, okay, I can confidently hide these guys uh, because they show me that their solution work. And it's no different from what we what we saw with Gardner, Forrester, and uh, EDC, they are all basically providers of uh, research intelligence on uh, the tech space, but on the commercial side. Having an accreditation from them doesn't automatically mean more revenues, but uh, how the procurement of software is performed, you look at, okay, what companies... No, that's, that's what CIOs and CTOs look at. Exactly. Are, you know, choosing a solution they want to implement. Why? Because uh, all these guys have a really big uh, career risk. And uh, by uh, promoting solutions that are uh, labeled by Gardner, their career risk uh, decreases a lot. It's not different from uh, what happens in asset management. Uh, Peter Lynch said that, and it was quite famous, uh, now it's not the case any longer, but uh, like 20 years ago, uh, there was this saying in, uh, in asset management that uh, you never get fired uh, by buying uh, IBM, which is the modern mm. equivalent of... Uh, Microsoft? Um, no, Apple, uh, more Apple. Apple, Apple now, like for, for asset managers, is Apple. But I would say up to now, because right now, since uh, we are seeing developments that could be really dangerous for Apple, we will talk about it maybe later. <laughs> Yeah, maybe but in way, the right? five, 10 years. Even if those asset managers buy Apple, they can just, you know, like everything is down. Even Apple is down. It wasn't our fault, right? You know, Apple I mean, it's Apple. Apple. You can't Apple is always Apple. down less, bro. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, now you, oh, yeah. you, you make fun of this thing, but uh, I actually did very well in uh, uh, up to this summer because I started with a kind of diversified tech portfolio. And then when everything crashed, I converted everything to Apple, exactly under this assumption that Apple is the one that falls the list and recovers the most.